0: What's up guys and gals. Today I'll be talking about Gamma versus Zegua or Zigwa. Oh man. This one was good actually. I like I like these I like underwater creatures, you know. <laughs> but again, we are going back to the gamma, find alien moments, alien invasion type of storyline. And you know, you you yourself with this kid and this young girl hanging out. Both of their fathers like they're like biologists for the sea. Like they test waters out and the demons pretty much don't pollute the ocean. That's like the, it's like more like a environment theme when you think about it, and um, the kids end up sneaking on their father's boat, and they saw this UFO ship. They get captured by the UFO, and you see this alien woman talking to her alien master Zigua, and um, she's telling these guys like the, the the humans that kidnapped the two the two fathers and the two kids, they want the world to know that how powerful the technology is and stuff, and she they put their dads to sleep. And then the kids were able to escape with the dad and then Zigwell all the hugs like you gotta capture the kids, kill I mean kill the kids pretty much, excuse me. Meanwhile the government and the scientists trying to um, wake the father up and uh, and the kids are give trying, trying to reveal some information about what happened to them on the alien ship ship, excuse me. Um meanwhile you get Gamma later on in the movie you're gonna get Gamma finding Zegra. And also, you're gonna get that alien woman coming to all trying to kill the kids, and you have like a Scooby Doo moment, excuse me, how she's trying to get the kids, and they run it all over the aquarium and over this part of the aquarium area, pretty much. Um, meanwhile, when meanwhile, let's get back to the Zigba battle. Um, you have to find Ziggler, of course, he lost. Zebra got some skills, you know, he got he can shoot like sonic sound waves because he's like a dolphin type of monster, he got blades on his back, and then. Gamer's people got knocked up by the sound waves, pretty much of the of the Ziegua. Meanwhile, later in the movie, you found out that alien woman was actually a human being, and she was um, hit, brainwashed by the alien Ziegua to take her command, pretty much. I mean, take his command, pretty much. Once the woman came out of it, she um hoping the scientists about the, the Ziegua's weakness, and the scientist is pretty much using the technology to wake Gamma up to fight Ziegua. And you get your and you get your next battle when gamma is gonna fight Zigwa again. And of course, you know, as usual, Gamma wins in a fashionable battle against all those monsters pretty much. Um the Zigwa battle to me it was a good battle, but it was to me I like the last one much more better in my opinion. Anyway, peace guys and see you later and of course you're gonna see it. <laughs> hey guys and gals, I'm very excited for another gamma review, and this is gamma vs JEGA. I think I'm saying the name wrong, but you know what I mean. But besides this, this one was really, really fucking good. Like, if you, oh my god, I love this one actually much more than I ever did before. And I keep, I don't know, for, like I said, it's been a long time. I see these gamma gamma movies, but when they move forward from the from the second, one, I always keep on thinking that the franchises were weaker. But they were stronger and stronger as they get by. This time we got um. A bunch of young kids, you know, got a Japanese boy who's excited to go to this export. We got a non-Japanese family and an a archaeology, like, uh, I can't say the name, but you know when you dig up graves and look for bones and stuff and treasure, that type of job. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, but I'm bad with occupations too. Anyway, this, um, this guy's family ended up digging up this giant stone. And Gamma comes out of nowhere trying to put a stop to this for them taking the stone because they don't want him taking it, and there's a reason why, because the, the humans didn't think Gamma was trying to attack them, but Gamma wasn't attacking them. They're trying to put a stop to so Gamma trying to stop them from taking the stone because it's going to release a giant monster. Just to fast forward a little bit more, I don't want to move too much. Because I thought this was actually highly enjoyable. This one. Um, the monster appears a lot like a stone, like like a one of those four-legged dinosaur type of monsters. But this monster had powers though. It, it, like had like jet steam, like could propel like a rocket steam, kind of like gamma's Fire. How it steam straight ahead. He could steam straight ahead with steam coming out of his f- side of his face. Um, he shoots spikes like, and it also like um, got these rays, turn like turn you into bones and stuff. And in the first battle, Gamma was able to defeat the monster, but then the monster tricked Gamma between spikes to his four legs, and then G- Gamma had a hard time getting out of the spikes for a little while, meanwhile the monster's attacking, trying to get the stone, and then when Gamma was finally able to get get out of the spike for a while, he comes back and fight the monster a second time, and the second time the monster ended up winning again because it tricked Gamma with another weapon, hidden weapon he had, like a s- scorpion spike tail technique, and kind of got Gamma really sick. And meanwhile, the kids trying to figure out how they could help Gamma, the scientist, and they end up going inside Gamma's body, like his bloodstream. Like, inside his body, and he found like there's like, baby jig got, like, poisoned in him. So they gotta try to help Gamma to get out of it, trying to kill Gamma from the inside. And then Gamma comes back to fight the monster again. And you have another great battle, too, you know. Um, again, no spoilers. I highly enjoyed the fight scenes. highly enjoyed the story plot behind this one. And the concept of it was very imagination. Very imaginative, you know. I kind of like this one. So, Gamera vs. Jagger, I said, check it out. Hey, guys, and gals. Today, I'll be talking about Gamera vs. vivas, And, um, this one was. This is, um,. One where he fought, fought like this octopus monster. So, the sto- so the story for this is is that we got these two kids like they like practical like they like troublemakers I would say. What it sounds like in the story like they're gonna have supposed to be at that boy scout meeting, but they go sneak in playing with the submarine, <laughs> and then this the boy's sister called him said, you better get back here. And they got back, and they start playing and they start playing around with the submarine like that, um Scientists say, "Okay, you go get a chance to be on the submarine then," because there was a situation where the submarine was going backwards and forward because they played with the wires. So when when the guy when the boys had a chance to go, go to this water with the submarine, to sell gamma and um, and they was having fun, but they get captured by this bubble because this alien these um these aliens wanted to evade the Earth, but they can't because Gamera protects the Earth. So ship number two, and I forgot to mention that, you see that in the intro part of this movie, but you know, anyway, fast forward again, Um, the ship captured Gamble, the ship like put Gamble in a bubble to hold him, and the kids are trapped, Gamble was able to free the kids, but he was still stuck in the bubble, so so the ship we're just studying Gamble in the meantime, so you see stock footage, and I hate stock footage, but I let it slide. You know, for a Gamera movie, I let it slide. Even the, even Gamma Super Monster, I let it slide. But with that one, I'm gonna be, I'll be watching the a viral version of that one. Just to let you know. Anyway, so once they study Gamera, they found out his weakness that he likes to protect children. He likes to protect the Earth pretty much. They decided to brainwash Gamera, They decided to capture the kids in a UFO ship and kind of force Gamma, you know, destroy the Earth. You know, go around and destroy the Earth. So the alien has power, So they capture the kids so they control Gamba even with even with the device also. While the kids are in the ship, they're wondering what, the, what the ship is about. They start seeing these aliens that look like humans. They don't mean this this creature in the ship. They wanted to free the creature, but they can't. And while the government and the the scout troops, you know, the the boy scout leader, um, scientists and so on, trying to figure how do, how we gonna get these boys off the ship. And they they then they even know Gamma was destroying the city, they understand that Gamma was being controlled by the aliens. So, when the boy got... When, when the boy had... had When one of the boy scout leaders told him, Remember what you did to the submarine, switching the batteries? The um, boy figured out, like, oh yeah, we could do that. So they switched the um, batteries, they were able to escape the ship. And, um... The aliens started ordering um, Gamma to destroy the boys. But it won't work because the um, boy tampered with the mind control machine. And gamma started destroying the ship and destroying the aliens. And some of the surviving aliens were like, they went to their master and the creature was trapped in was trapping the ship. That was actually the leader of the alien race, you know. So the aliens say, I need all you to sacrifice yourself. So pretty much when the aliens start sacrificing themselves for their master, the master stop going big and big and big. So he could fight get gamma Or Gamera or whatever you want to say it. But anyway. So gamma was fighting Virus. It was a good battle. I, I kind of liked the, the cheesy fight scenes in this one. I actually enjoyed it. Uh, besides that. Um, gamma was a Virus. S- skip the stock footage part. Another enjoyable gamma, gamma movie. Anyway peace guys. See you later. Hey guys and gals. Um. This one was good, man. Fuck it. Let me say it. It's Gamera Vs. Gurion or Gamera Vs. Gurian, whatever you want to pronounce it. Um, I actually thought this was the weakest in the franchise, but for some reason, like I said, it's been a long time I've seen this movie. So after seeing it again, I realized, you know what? It was good. I did like the monster, though. Anyway, you got these t- three siblings, you know, three young kids, two boys that wanted to see the UFO in the woods. The sister there went inside the UFO. She had had a chance to go inside. You know, she was outside, telling these boys, "Get back!" When they got inside the UFO, and the UFO is leading them to to a planet. It's like a terrain of like deserts and stuff, and and then they end up seeing this battle between Gauss and this unknown monster named Gurion which looked like a shark with blade and two stars. And they they survived They escaped the battle between them and meet ma- up with these two aliens. And you find these two female aliens; they're very pretty, you know. And they come out; they come off friendly, but later on, you find out that these aliens are like cannibals that want to eat humans, pretty much. And we eat these boys' brains so they could have like their knowledge and stuff. Later on, you, as the movie progresses, you get gamma coming to, looking for the boys on on this planet, and the boys was able to and and um the boys was able to um, escape pretty much for a while, but still they were in space though. You know that was that was interesting about this movie. But then you got Ganwell find this find Gurion in a in a good battle. Very good fight scene, I would say, in my opinion. Of course it's B movie ish, of course it's campy and stuff. But um it was good. I liked it in my opinion. I liked the, the, the Gurion was kind of cool. He had the blades and he could shoot ninja stars out of his blade. Plus you also got like I said, you also got Gurion versus Gauss in this fight scene too, so that's pretty cool also. But anyway, Gamma defeated Gurion, of course. Ganwell always saved the day and save the boy. Spoiler, 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 they were able to save the boys and send them back to their home, to their home planet on Earth, and the aliens got defeated pretty much. Anyway, Gamma was going, I say check it out, um, definitely a good one in my opinion. Peace guys, see you later. Hey guys and gals, today I'll be talking about Gamera versus Gauss, but I say Gamma, anyway, so I'm going to go with how I said when I was a kid, alright? vs. Gauss. This is without a doubt. Gauss is Gauss. Make too many appearances in in a gamma movie, and without a doubt, Gauss, I mean, excuse me, without a doubt, that Gauss is truly like the king of of this franchise, you know. And I saw the new trailer, and I see Gauss is still, still, still in the fucking movie. Um, all in all, I I actually like this one. I remember growing up just watching this, and um. What's so cool about this monster is that Gauss, it's like he shoots like the laser, like a surgical blade-like laser. And that's pretty badass, you know. But anyway, you got like this earthquake at the beginning part of the movie. Gamera, look like he saved the day by blowing the fire at the lava. And then, later on in the movie, you find out that the scientist knows about, they want to discover what happened to Gamma, you know. So they went looking look look the volcano. And then this laser blast hit one of the hel- hit the helicopter, and people start dying. And you realize that there's another monster. Where Gam was, where Gam was, where was sacrificed himself. But you know he's still alive anyway. But across from the other side of the mountain, there's another monster, which is Gauss. And then later on in the movie, you find out that the theme of this on the human side of it, you find out there's um protesters against a corporation just trying to build like a construction on the road. And, you know, you got got one of the villagers that he he rather, he wants to sell the town to make money, pretty much. (laughs) Meanwhile, you got Gauss, you got this little kid. He got caught between Gauss and then Gamma. and Gamma was able to save the kid against Gauss, but Gamma came out, his arm got injured from Gauss's blast, so he needed to heal. And, you know, you're you're, a human part of the movie, you know. And but also, as the movie develops, you know, later on you get Gauss destroying the city, and then later on you get Gamma coming in to fight Gauss. Of course, just like any any other Gamma movie, but I thought the fight scenes were pretty good. You know, um, it's nothing new, but still, I I enjoyed it. You know, um, and this is Gauss Gamma versus Gauss, and from then on, are still um still in the 80s. So from the 60s, a little bit from the 70s and 80s. Mainly the movie going to be more kitty, you know what I'm saying? Because that's the way it became for the kids, you know? But the, last, the first two gamma movies, which I already reviewed anyway, um, was much more dark in my opinion. And I like the, the first two movies the most. But Gauss was good, though. The, this battle was good. So definitely check out Gamelo vs. Gauss. Hey guys, what's up? Today we talking about Gamma vs. Boba I don't know if I should say Booga Baragon, like, I don't know, like, there's ways of saying Gamera in the US, and Gamera in Japan, but you know, well, this is what I see from the post, I said Gamera was a Baragon, not to be confused with the other Baragon from the Godzilla series, because this Baragon is much way better because he got powers, like shooting rainbows from his back, and freezing you with his long tongue. Okay, get to the point. Alright, this is the second Gamma movie, right? And this is a much more darker tone. Like, the first movie was dark, but you can see Gamma had that childhood friendliness when he said that little kid. In the black and white era. This second movie is just plain dark from beginning to end. You know, this is the Dark night of the Gamma franchise. You know, and after that, we got the Kitty Gamma, you know, and so on. But Gamma's still beast though, minus Gamma the Brave. But if you want the dark gamma, like, really dark, this is it right here. Um, and by the way, this movie's in color, by the way, the second movie, so it's not black and white. So, yeah, when I mean dark, I don't mean, like, black and white. I'm black, I'm white. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, this time, we got a group of guys, right? They want to go on this island, get this, um, jewel, this one guy hide during World War Two, right? And they want money, you know, pretty much, they just want money. So they got into the island, looking for the jewels, they meet up these native people, one of the Japanese woman, that, she's a native, tell that telling them you cannot go to, you cannot go in that area because it's like pretty much cursed and stuff. So when one of the thieves, you know, pretty much like they wanted the opal, he betrayed two of the members of his group so he could have the money for himself, but he let one guy survive, one guy alive to be with him, you know, trying to make himself look good, you know. So they got the jewel. They found the opal, pretty much. They gone back to the boat. Um, the guy that was playing. Ma- oh, I just forgot what he was playing. I think he was playing cards or mahjong. Oh, sorry, memory loss. I had to take a little break when I was done watching this movie just now. <laughs> so embarrassed. But he was playing a game, let's put it like that. And one of the infrared hit hit the opal, and you found out that opal was actually an egg, and that's how Balagan came about to be. Once he got off the boat. Mr. Lee the monster grew fast and he just comes out attacking while one of the thief that betrayed the group, you know, the bad bad thief, he wanted to get the jewel back, but he didn't realize that the jewel is actually the egg, it's so the later towards the movie. He's, he's gonna find that out. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention to you the intro of this movie. My mistake, sorry, I was so busy with the Barragon intro just now. Um, but let's do fast forward the intro. Gamma does come back in the second movie, of course, which you all know. But how he came back? Well, during the first movie, he was sent to space. Well, guess what? A meteor hit the rocket ship, like the capsule rocket ship, and then Gamma was free and he went back to Earth. And then, then he went to evade the dam because it has energy and fire. And that's the last time we've seen of Gamma. And after that, we get to the scenes that I'm talking about now. I am the worst reviewer ever. I swear to God, because. How can I even get chugging with the intro of gamma in the second movie? Oh my god. I am... S- Let me turn on the charger, sorry. Uh, Oh my god, I can't believe I forget. Duh. Sorry, guys. But, um... And I'm sorry for rushing this a little bit, because I, I gotta go out. You know, I'll to try to review all the gamma movies, but like that it won't be this weekend. Because you know, I'm, I'm really busy, believe it or not. But I'm going to try to fill for some other reviews, too. But, um... Let's get to the point. Balgon is attacking the city. Pretty much you got the military has to find a way to stop Balgon. Balgon got a cool power, like I just mentioned earlier, that he can shoot ice, like ice vapors. Rainbow from his back. He shoots rainbow. Yeah, I thought it was unique. You know, like wow, what monster shoot rainbows from his ass. I mean by his back, excuse me. Um so this monster's supposed to be like a caribou monster or some shit, but he doesn't care, he destroys. And this a history in the island when the native girl and the survivor of the attack from the first thief, from the thief they're trying to betray him, well the survivor survived, so him and the native girl went back to the country, you know, get the opal back, but realized that the opal had already been hatched. So with the help of the military, the native girl and the report, and not important the, the, the thief guy, who, who happens to be a good guy now, are working together to stop this monster. While you got the main thief that he he really wants to get the opal later on. If so I want to fast forward that part later on. He found out that Oprah was actually the egg hatch. When, when the survivor came to the thief. He fought the thief out, you know, tied him up, and the thief was greedy because he wanted he wanted more, you know, he wanted like, you know, he felt like he failed later on. His woman told him that the neighbor bought diamonds, like, to stop the monster, because the military was doing everything to stop this main monster. And later on, by the way, in the beginning part of the movie, you get Ganra coming in to fight Baragon. And it was a short battle, though. They fought a little bit. Babylon used the Ice thin, Ice vapor, to the Freeze Garon. And Garon got defeated. And after that, that's when we have yeah, Baraghan attacking the city more. And um, you had to, the, like, the, like I said, the military trying to find a way to stop Baraghan. As as later on, they used the diamond that the neighbor girl brought. Because in her legend, when you put diamonds in the water, Baraghan would go in the water and drown. You know, and that was the weakness of Baraghan was water. Like, he stayed in the water for an amount of time, but... If it's too much water, he's, he's, he's dead. If he drowns, if water goes over him, he slows down. His his weapons won't be effective, you know, as without the water. Um, So they used the diamond, you know, it failed. Then they used the second attempt when they make the diamond with a put in the death ray gun. So they have a big diamond light to subtract, to, um, to like seduce that guy to come into the ocean. The greedy thief, he found out when the neighbor had the diamond, he decided to go after the diamond. And I'm sorry for that condition of noise, by the way, but it's hot in New York. I apologize. Um, fast forward again. Um, the attempt failed because the thief wanted the diamond. So he was on the diamond, and Battlegon ate the men with the diamond, the thief the diamond, and the fucking thief died, which is good for his ass. He's a greedy bastard. <laughs> sorry. Um, meanwhile, Gamma comes back. He used the heat to unfreeze, the freeze freezing of, from Battlegon's attack. And then... Gamma fights Battleground 101, you know, good fight scene, you know, and, um, also as I was just had to mention that there was a scene when the guy wanted to use, noticed that the mirror, during the rainbow attack, did not destroy the mirror, so they said to make a bigger mirror on a satellite, like, on I mean, on the antenna, excuse me, a bigger mirror, so if Gamma used the mirror, used the rainbow to attack the mirror, it's going to reflect back to him, and then, Babagar got destroyed, but he's not gonna use this attack a second time. So, so Bagon survive. But like like you say, that's when Gamma comes in, and that was like the only hope for the Japanese people. So for to be defeated. When Gamma fought Baragon, he dragged Babylon's ass in the water, like deep, deep in the water, and you know, drowned his ass pretty much. And the Japanese people were happy, you know. And um Gamma won again, another battle for Gamera. And this movie was enjoyable, I liked it. I, this was actually my favorite from the franchise, though. Um, let me say something, too. Shout Factory, seriously, double check your DVDs, man. I mean, I lo- I'm pro- I'm happy to release all the Japanese uncut version of Gamma, I'm very happy, but I know it's what I put on the DVD, right? Right away, it just went with the commentary, you know? And the commentary is entertaining, but you know, at this time, I want to see the movie by itself sub- with the subtitle without the commentary. But for some reason, I don't know if anybody had this problem with Shuffler with the Gamera DVDs. That when you put in the commentary, just played, you know, right away without being selected, you know. So that's kind of weird. But besides that, oh, good movie. You go about after the comedy, go to your audio remote and just take out the comment. Hey guys and girls, um, this time I'm going to do a flashback review on Gamma the Brave from 2006. I didn't have plans to review this movie because at the time I hated it. But then, at the same time, when when I realize it, and you look back on it, you realize, gotta yeah, remember what this with the Brave was about. It was about bringing Gamble back on the days uh, during his sixties and early seventies run when he was all for the children. You know, he had that childlike quality when he, he wants to save kids and he cares about that. And to me, it was the innocence of Gamma. Ruth. So now, I, after watching this again, I realize that I really do like it after all. But I like it more than ever now. Because at first, like I said, I was kind of greedy. I was like, "Oh, I wish he continued off for Gamma 3. but it, it took a different route, you know. Um, it was more childlike. The original Gamma died. The father grew up. This is—I'm trying to remember—and I think he had his own kid, and the kid ended up finding his baby turtle. Later on, this baby turtle going to grow up to be Gamma, but slowly it shows you the innocence of the, the baby turtle Gamma, how it acted, and it was just adorable, you know. And the relationship between the baby toe and the kid, and Baby Gamble blew up a little, blew a little fire, you know. I, th- I thought it was cute though, you know. Then once Gamble start growing up, he starts finding this big giant monster. I thought it was Jeg- Jega, but I think it gave it a different. I think it was called Zeus or Zetos, I think it was called. And I'm trying to remember. I think it shoots like this big giant long lashy tongue then you know. But um, it, it's it's like it, it's like but it was still like. Even though the monster was a little bit violent, he wasn't scary. Even the monster looked like cute, the evil monster. But still, of course, Gamble got that special power. He was able to defeat the, defeat the monster. And you know, you know, Gangle the Brave. Again, this is like a, this is like going back to the original format like when when it was all, all for the kids. during the I would say more like from the third movie through the to the last one from the 70s, the 80s. I'm not going to count because that's like restock footage. But anyway, um, yeah, definitely check this movie out. Check it out with an open mind. Also. Peace, guys, and see you later. What's up, guys and gals? Today we be talking about Gamera, the super. Get, let me make sure I get this right. Gamera, the super monster, and yeah, I remember seeing this man. This was on Fox Five when I was growing up, and at first I liked it, it, but then when you grow, start going on, you realize what it was. It was like. Only the only thing story original about this part of the movie was the storyline. It was more like a Power Ranger type of storyline. Like these alien women st- staying on Earth. Three of them had the occupation, but they go to protect the Earth. And this big alien Vader wants to destroy the Earth, so he sent one of his agents down to to to, um, to kill the alien women. Meanwhile, you got this young boy. You know, he he got he got a turtle from the animal pet shop, which one of the good alien girls work at and but he had to let the till go you know and you know he pretty much became friends with the alien women and um then he had told the alien woman he wished the till could grow up to be like gamera so he could stop the monsters and that's when you had this alien like this alien invader talking to the evil alien agent that he's gonna send monsters to destroy the earth of course this is when this part of the story gets screwed up because now it's not really an original Gamera movie. It's more like they take all the the past Gamera movie before this one. And put it as stock footage. So the Monsters said is the, the fight season we've already seen from each of these movies. You know, before, before Gamera was super monster. And that's kind of fucked up. I mean, like you tell me they can't come out with an original monster for Gamera the fight? I mean, come on. You know? But what is what it is? But you know what? They enjoy the alien storyline. The part of it's the side story, and, you know, later on, the the evil alien woman ended up becoming a good guy, because the boy decided to take care of her when she was injured in a battle with the female alien, good alien fighter, good alien woman, excuse me, and the evil alien woman decided, you know what, I want to be their friend now, you know, and she even sacrificed her life to protect them, Gamera, Gamera decided to stop the giant spaceship from invading the earth by killing himself, which is stock footage and stuff, but, um... Oh, Gamera Supermaster of nineteen eighty. Um you can hate it as much as you want. But you know what? Just go for it for for a side story, you know. Um by the way I said the viral version because you know, I like a viral so I gotta see that version instead, the one in which was hosting this movie. Anyway, peace guys and see you later. Gang yeah, well, this is the first movie and without a doubt, Gamma is truly the master master that could rival Godzilla. Um, when Godzilla came to the scene, you know, it was like, he was the top king of the monster, he was like the big monster, that you cannot fuck with, there were monsters before Godzilla, and after Godzilla, but Godzilla was the main guy, you know, but, you know, there have been a lot of monster movies, but none of them cannot compete, until one day Gamera shows up to the scene, and I feel like Gamera is one of those movies that, I feel, I believe the longevity for this creature was like, you know, they, they made Gamera like, First of all, he's a giant turtle. I believe everybody loves giant turtles. One little boy, right? Not every little boy, but mostly little boys, they have turtles as pets. So, that was a key factor, like, why Gamma is popular, I would say, in my opinion. You know? And not only that, Gamma, they made Gamma different than Godzilla, because he could fly like a flying saucer. Like, what monster could do it so cool like Gamma? You know, there have been monsters that fly, you know, with wings and shit, but Gamma made it cool to fly. You know, you wanted to be gamma, like well how Superman make make you want to fly, gamma wanted to make you fly too. Fuck it. You know? But besides that, um, you know, the the to me, the only thing problem I have with gamma now is like I wish I could do newer movies with gamma. Because the last new movie they did with Gamma, they made it more kid friendly, which gamma was always for the kids anyway, don't get me wrong. I mean even in this black and white movie, the very first gamma movie, he was for the kids too, because he did save the little boy Toshiro, you know, when he was falling down, you know? But um yeah, he was always for the kids, but Gamma the Brave, like to bring Gamma back, it was like they made it like for the kids without a doubt, but they made it way too kitty and it was like, yo, give me some beast gamma too, man. I want some beast gamma. You know, even the kitty version from, from the before Gamble the Brave, he was like Beast, you know? And um in the nineties version, you know, he was still beast without a doubt. I mean he was still for the kids though, but Gamma was still beast. Um. Anyway, let's get to the point. I, I know I dragged two minutes already. Shit. Um, the movie has it starts out like in the Arctic, like up north. You got these scientists. You got these Americans trying to know what these planes are doing here. They shoot one of the planes down. Explosion triggered down the ice. Gamma comes off the ice. You know, gamma destroying the boat. You got these scientists. You got a reporter wondering like, what is this turtle. What's his toes he this turtle's about? They got the stone, wondering why it has waves and stuff, and, um, cameras like, wandering around, you know, solving his atmosphere. You got this little kid, he's like, like the, the loner, like the loner type, you know, like he wants to make, he, like, he can't, he's like, he has a hard time making friends, but he spent too much time drawing turtles, spending time with turtles, you know, yeah, kid problems, little kid problems, wow. But still, you know, it was still entertaining though. So you got a group of castle characters, and then later on, you got Gamma destroying cities. And you got these scientists wanted to say, we gotta destroy this turtle, how are we gonna destroy it? You know, they shoot it the with missiles, they even freeze the turtle. And this is when, this is the point where it got to my favorite part. The military was making fun when when Gamma went back into his shell. And the military guys was making fun of him saying that, Oh, he's ashamed shame of losing, and then the toes start flying, and all, and everybody had that, like, that face, like, what the fuck? Did the turtles just fly? Like, what the fuck is this? You know, they had that look, you know, and, um, so the scientist said, let me see the stone, you know what, these are not waves, these are clouds, it's, this stone's telling us that this to could fly, you know, <laughs> It was just funny because I love the reaction in this movie when they saw the turtle flying. He was like, and that was like on his back when he was doing it too, you know, like, Shh! and when the old man with his grandson reading the newspaper he said, "Yeah, that's what I saw. That flying saucer was a flying turtle," <laughs> you know, he had that attitude, you know. It was pretty cool, you know, and um, like I said, there was a scene when people were partying, the club dance, and they want to stay. While Gang was destroying the city, once Gamma destroyed the city, everybody started running. Gamble start burning people with fire. And then the military said, and then uh, not get another military, but the scientists say we gotta get the Z plan going. Now, when I was watching this movie, man, let me say this movie should not be underrated also, because it, or the movie's not underrated, but I'm just saying it should not it should take notes for something for its ending. And spoiler, 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 I would have to spoil it because I need to explain it. They have this thing called the Z plan, right? And for the Z plant to work, they gotta get Gamma on the shore, you know. While you got the little kid, you know, he communed with Gamma when Gamma saved him for falling down. And the boy trying to talk to Gamma, he doing what he he guys do to talk to Gamma. The people pushing him back, saying, "You can't talk to Gamma, pretty much. Get your ass back here, pretty much. Stay away from Gamma. They try to destroy this creature. So Gamma needs fire. He needs fuel for his fire. So like I said, they doing things like like having oil tanks coming at him, you know yeah coming at him to have fire but anyway at the point let me fast forward um he tried to get onto the island and um they make the fire you know again was on the shore because he's so fascinated with the fire and then once they got him to the shore later on they was able to activate the z plant now the z plant had this twist now when i was watching this movie that's when i was a kid I said, how are they going to destroy this fucking monster? It's like he's unstoppable. Like in the f- first Godzilla movie, they destroyed Godzilla with acid, pretty much, you know. But how they going to destroy Gavra? Are they going to, like, put acid on Gavra too? Because that won't be original, because they already did it before. But when they got to that twist ending, and that's when I said, yo, what the fuck? Once Gavra got into the middle, right, when they got into, when the scientist, the kid, the important song got to the underground base, they see the Z-plane being activated. Gamma got into this circular um, underground thing. And they covered Gamma like they sealed Gamma in like this big giant milk container, you know? And i have be wondering, I guess they're gonna put Gamma under seal him in the milk container and leave him in the leave him underground forever. That's what I thought when I saw it. But what they did was this, and spoilers of course, they launched Gamma in fucking out of space. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like I was like, those scientists, they saw Gamma Star Flat, I was like this too, I like, They just, they just sent this fucking monster in space. And I was like, pure genius, this is the like best twist ending. You know, that's why I said this movie should not be underrated for its ending, because it was like... Whoever thought this monster was gonna be saying, hey yo, let's send this fucking monster to space. We can't destroy this monster on Earth, there's no way, we'll send him to space. And that's how they activated the Z-Plan, the scientists, the boy, they all celebrated, the boy said... I want to be a scientist like you so I can visit Gamma in space and Mars pretty much. That's what they said, they sent him to Mars. Well, too bad that shit didn't work because that's where we go get the sequel and I will do that next. Anyway, peace guys, see you later. This is it. My, f- my last review for the Gamma franchise. Gamma 3, The Revenge of Iris. And this is movie I didn't realize this movie was like an hour and, and forty three minutes or fifty three minutes. It's pretty close to two hours though. But you know what? It spent more time like on character development, which is kinda of cool for a monster movie. And like I said, the story for this is good for the this game of franchise. I mean especially the last especially the three trilogy in the nineties version. It's just too bad it never too bad it never came out with more in the nineties, but I guess because you wanna you wanna do it overboard like how the the nineties does with with it's pre cool and out of place timeline. If it maybe gamma would end up like that if they added more shit to it. But I'm glad they did and So I guess the trilogy was a good one for it. Um you got the the first two act actors and actresses from the first two movie in the third one also. You know of course the girl that was like communicate in the first movies in this of course. Um it's pretty much about who movie starts out with this these Gauss sightings you know, this like reports and stuff of it, and later on you get this main story plot for this movie, The the Human Element, was about this young girl who the death of her family by Gamma, which which she thought Gamma killed them, but was actually by accident, and all her life she just hated Gamma pretty much. And one day she went inside this um, shrine as, as a dare from her, her friends that's trying to like, bully her in a way, like they dared her to go in this shrine and she picked up this stone. When she picked up the stone, it, it just it just had an egg that hatched sh- this um, animal and uh, this animal creature and her become good f- like good friends and she also got like this little crystal like similar to the first mo- the first trilogy movie when it was able to communicate with Gamera when she got this crystal which she was able to communicate with this cute monster you know it looks cute at the beginning but when it grows up it started having its own attention to pretty much destroying the world pretty much but the girl he scammed so much she doesn't realize it you know um she got like a conscious because the, 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 that alien monster was trying to, like was' actually a demon to me looks more alien like but she's trying to drain her energy in a cocoon and one of the first actually save her just in time but she was like unconscious and the hero from the first two movie end up um saving her from the this um like some some kind of um base like where this other lady's holding the girl for a little while because she was curious about this monster, this monster that she wants to control herself as the movie progressed the monster started evolving and evolving and evolving and it's ready to destroy the world pretty much meanwhile you got Gamla coming in and ready to fight the monster you know and the monster and Gamla is going at it a little bit but it was a good fight scene though between the two and the monster has some skills also but and then you know, I don't want to ruin too much, you know, but the girl finally came out of it and she realized what was going on and And then at the end it's pretty much believing in Gamma pretty much and as the monster gets defeated of course and um, I like how it ended with this trilogy when, the, when Gamma just walks away and One of the heroes saying is saying Gamma's not alone pretty much like they got they got they believe pretty much um, All in all this Gamma 3 that we've been to Iris I did enjoy this one. I like part two much more from the nineties, but I don't think all three of them is good anyway. And plus, like plus, like I said, they sequels cool, they follow each other, so there's nothing out of place with this one. So Gamma Three definitely see it. Peace, guys. See you later. Gamma Two: Attack of Legions. Let me say something. This has to be the best fucking not only. Gamble movie from the franchise, especially in the trilogy. But the best monster kaiju battle time, battle monster movie of all fucking time. Let me tell you why. This movie, right? If you think about, it, I think most monster movies should be more like this. I mean, you can have your B movie, your camping moments, but now in this era, it needs to be like well balanced, like between the story. The monster battle, the the timing of the monsters, like everything has to be balanced to match, right? To me, that's what the um, 2014 Godzilla movie lacked. They should have done something like this, you know? And um, like I say, I mean, it's like everything's just well balanced, just perfect. Even the human aspects, with the talking part keeps you interested in watching this movie, you know? And the monster battle with *Gang vs. Legion* was epic. I thought it was good, in my opinion. Um, the fight scene was like kind of like realistic, and you have your you do have your your showy special effects, but I thought it was well done, in my opinion, of course. But anyway, um, the movie's about this meteor that crash, and then you find out that like these little creatures that look like beetles, like and they, and you you find out they they're attacking people, but they're mainly they're attacking stuff like silicones and glass and I, it's like it's like this energy thing with them you know and then you got the scientists and soldiers the usual stuff as always you know has as, how they have to figure out what's going on and why they why these creatures are doing it um this is let uh, me tell you what else I like about the G- G- gamma trilogy in in the 90s and even though the um the, the regular gamma movies follow in sequels minus the minus super monster by the way um even the trilogy f- Followed its, like, like its possessors. It, the 90s was also followed in sequels. And that's what I like about the Gamma franchise. Because it, it's a sequel after sequel. It's not like fucking Godzilla movies when they don't follow each other. You know, it's mostly like it could be a prequel. Or it's set in an alternate timeline. like, it gets too fucking confusion, you know. Why can't shit be organized, you know. But, um. Not all Godzilla movies were like that. Only a few of them was. But you guys know already. But, um. Besides that, um, meanwhile, you got these monsters attacking people, and then later on, it will develop to a, a a big monster, to a bigger monster, and of course, Gamble will come in and face this this monster. And Gai was having a hard time finding Legion at first, you know, because it was like so many of them, you know. And then, and then when he fought like the bigger monster, he had sacrificed himself to to take them all out. But then it ended up him being like a conscience. And also, the, by the way, the first girl from the the girl from the from first Gamma move in the 90s. That was able to communicate with Gamma. She's also in the sequel, by the way. So you get to see her making a comeback in this one also. Later on towards the movie as it proceeds. And then we get to the final battle with Gamma versus Legion again. And then Legion got some new skills too. Which was like really awesome. He got some new powers. And that's what I like about the Gamma monsters, man. If you think about Gamma monsters... They they had their gimmicks, but it was like so well balanced with their gimmicks, you know. And I'm talking about all the fucking Gamma moves. And, and don't get me started with part 3. Part 3 did it's thing also, you know. And that's the next move I'll be talking about in the last of the Gamma franchise. I already talked about Gamma of the Brave already, which came after this, so check that one out also. But Gamma 2 Attack of the Legion, highly, highly fucking rec- recommend it. Definitely a 5 star in my book, if I put a rating system, and a 10 in my book. I think it's the best... Monster Kaju style movie out of all these monster movies that came before it and after it so far, you know Um, yeah, like I say, like This is what a lot of monster movies now need to look at Like, if you go do a monster movie, do it like this Do it, like, so well balanced And the soundtrack was perfect, by the way It makes you follow the, the m- movie even more Peace, guys, and see you later Gamma movies make me cry, man after seeing the first gamma movie in the nineties, out of the it's like it's, it's like a trilogy out of the three, you know, the nineties version. But still you know that the gamma movie in the nineties like like it's always so impacted, like the music is always impact, like the fighting. It's a more physical, like more realistic, physical fighting. I know it's a monster movie, but it it just have an impact. It just feels more physical than, than showy. Like the Godzilla movies, like the fight scenes are more showy than physical. You know, I can only probably name maybe three or four Focus on movies that I highly liked it. And it felt so physical. You know, that I could feel like it has impact. You could feel it to your bones. Gamble fight scenes in, in the first, th- first of the trilogy I'll be talking about. This is the first one from the 90s. God of the Universe. Of course, if you want to call it Gamma versus vs. Gauss Remake, then let it be because that's the monster he's going to fight anyway. But I just thought the setup was good though. You know, it was like. You got this, um, you got, like, these two situations where there's one monster from the ocean, the monster from the mountains, like, Gauss, and then the government, the scientists start figuring out, like, who are these two monsters, what what are they about, you know, what's, what's their objective, but, of course, the government, they presume the monster, uh, the both monsters are evil, and they, you will. And then later on in the movie, um, you go to find out that, the, that one of the monsters is good, which is Gamma, of course. And you find out his history. And you find out Gauss's history that, you know, they're like asexual monsters. They could produce their own eggs, you know. And they're like a history how they almost destroy the world. Like, it was like mentioned in the story and how Gamma was created to defeat these monsters. Defeat this monster, I mean. So they could stop them. And, like, then Gamma finally comes out once Gauss awakened, pretty much. And you find out that you find out you also find out a little bit more backstory on Gauss on the Gauss monster that they like cannibals like they will eat their own kind and when they eat their own kind they start growing bigger and bigger, pretty much. Um, the fight scenes in this movie was really good though. Like Gauss still have his signature moves, Gamma still got his moves. This gamma in the '90s was like more. It, it felt like the same gamma too, but it's just more darker, more like like more more realism to it, you know. And, um, the first, the first two movies, once I finished reviewing this one, I can tell you they're good also, because I remember highly enjoying those two also. But, um, yeah, and, and you, and you also got that scene, of course you got the ch- the young scene, like the young, it was like that youngster, that when you have that, have someone believing in Gamla, and she has like this necklace of, like, Gamla gets injured, she gets injured. So pretty much, Gamla needs a strength to battle Gauss. And, um, of course we get the same outcome ending like every camera movie but um, all in all Gaway god of the universe this, this this is the revival of the game franchise in the 90s um highly enjoyed it the only disappointed point part I have is that they only did three movies I was surprised they never had continued with four five or six from the 90s you know but hey besides three three is enough I guess anyway peace guys and see you later